And now, back to the Johnny B Show. Yeah, I've been killing this shit. Yeah, I've been hard in the pain, not a single assist. Yeah, I've been flicking that wrist. Yeah, I've been cooking that shit, not a cook with this. Yeah, I've been killing this shit. Yeah, I've been hard in the pain, not a single assist. Yeah, I've been flicking that wrist. Yeah, I've been cooking that shit, not a cook with this. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been killing this, killing this. Yeah, I've been flicking that, flicking that wrist. Yeah, I've been killing this, flicking that, killing this, flicking that wrist. Yeah, I've been killing this shit. Yeah, I've been hard in the pain, not a single assist. Yeah, I've been flicking that wrist. Welcome back to Johnny B Show, Monday night, 102.5 The Bone, it's Real Raw Radio. Welcome to the program, B-Holes, if you're just joining us, one hour in. Remember, if you miss the show, you can listen to the entire replay on the Bone app or theboneonline.com. All your favorite shows for absolutely free, loop 24 hours a day. All you gotta do is go download it, iOS, Android, all that crap. Even if, a, if you have a flip phone, I'm sure it works. Anna Hummel's here as always. I am, hello. Uh, you are into uh, your hummus. I am. And uh, you have a pile of just garbage. Pretty much, yeah. That's great. I think I'm going to do something dirty during the next break. So. Yeah? Yeah. Like Reese's peanut butter yeah, cups? Yeah, like a Kit Kat or something. Okay, I know Monday's cheat day, right? Yeah, it is. So. Okay. Uh, Ryan Adams is here. Sun chips are so underrated. Yeah, they are, man. They really are. You don't Um, hear enough about them. I agree. I think sun chips are a good sandwich chip also. Certain chips you put on the sandwich. Mm -hmm. Like in a peanut butter and jelly? No, weirdo. No, hell yes. Like a ham and cheese sandwich. You put some sun chips on that bitch. You push down on the bread until you feel them crack. It's like you're a chiropractor for a sandwich. Push down, you hear Yeah, perfect. ASMR stuff. What? You know what I'm talking about? Sure. All like the sound. Remember yeah. when we played that Lenny Kravitz daughter video? Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. No, yeah. You're not following. Weird. Uh, look who's here, everybody. It's Ryan. Or, I'm sorry. It's Brett oh. Matthews. Brett, what? Oh. Brett Matthews. Are you all right? Yeah. I had a stroke. I was, I'm reading two <laughs> things at the same time. Uh, Rhett Matthews is here from the Cannon Fire podcast. He is our buddy. He does the buck break with us every Monday night. And uh, it's going to get real juicy once the real season starts. And we're only, what, 10 days away? Oh, two yeah, Two weeks man. away? A little 11, under two weeks, it'll start 14? counting for real. I don't know. Well, we're 10 days away from, like, the real season when it kicks off on Thursday night football, I think. I don't know. No, it's uh, Sunday, September 8th. No, not the Bucks. I mean, like, regular football oh, season. yeah, yeah. gotcha. I'm thinking in in uh, terms of, like, fantasy football. I got to get my lineup in. So. Yeah, I got to get my draft figured out. I'm in, like, three leagues that don't have a draft date yet. What? Yeah, I don't know what the deal's going on there. I, I know you typically want to wait until after the preseason to draft. Kind of. But, uh, anyways, I feel bad for the Andrew Luck fantasy <laughs> owners, man. Well, you drafted too early. Uh, I did uh, the only league that I'm in uh, last night, the Todd Wright uh, podcast, uh, fantasy football leagues. I, I, I'm actually in uh, Ira Kaufman's Hall of Fame league. The Sage. And, uh, oh, yeah, man. It was cool hanging out with Sage last night. Um, but I think we did it perfect because Andrew Luck retired like 12 hours before our draft. And uh, uh, I like the way he has his league set up. If I ever do another one, I'm going to do it like this. Uh, no defense. And he has no tight end position. He has a flex position that could be tight end or receiver. So it goes... One quarterback, two running backs, uh, two wide receivers. Can you still have a flex player as a running back, or is no, it only fle- wide receiver? Flex tight can end? be tight end, wide receiver only. So it's kind of nice though, and you get one kicker. Uh, so it's it, it's it's like kind of uh, streamlined. Uh, it's pretty nice though. I liked nice. it. It was fun. Um, we are going to get into our Bucks talk. Talk about 
uh, obviously that third preseason game, which is what most people call the dress rehearsal game. Yep. Uh, traditionally, uh, most teams play their starters uh, into the third quarter, sometimes all the way up to the fourth quarter. Um, people are starting to go away from that a little bit now with all the injuries and stuff. It, yeah, injuries is a big thing. Uh, but for the Bucks, when they played the Browns on Friday night, they'd be lucky if their starters even survived to the third quarter. Yeah, it looked like the Browns came out. At least the Browns' defense came out to play. Um, I thought it was a defensive game the whole way because, I mean, you look on the other side of the ball, even though uh, Baker Mayfield had no starters to throw the ball to or hand the ball off to, he had kind of a crappy uh, outing. You know, our defense looked pretty decent. Oh, no, he definitely did. And, I mean, you compare Jameis Winston to Baker Mayfield, uh, a lot of the headlines say Jameis Winston struggles yet again behind this bad offensive line, and that part is true. Right. But let's not forget that he played a game that was much better than Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield's QBR that game was like 30.6. True. He went 10 for 25 with an interception and 70 yards or something. Uh, right. Jameis has yet to turn the ball over this preseason. Hey, don't jinx him. Uh, yeah. If you want to talk Bucks, uh, we have Rhett Matthews from the Cannon Fire podcast. If you could, uh, if you listen to any kind of uh, Bucks podcast, and I listen to almost all of them. Actually, I've deleted a couple recently that suck. I'm not going to say who they are, but um, uh, make sure you check out all the uh, podcast platforms: uh, iTunes, uh, uh, YouTube. You're all over it. So, oh it's, yeah, man. Uh, Cannon Fire podcast, uh, Instagram. It's Cannon Fire Pod. Instagram, Cannon Fire Podcast, and then Twitter is Cannon Fire Pod. I know, I'm going to get them right. All right, let's get right into it. Uh, we want to give you your proper introduction. Tell everybody how they can find you on social media, Rhett. Well, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rheticus, R H E T T A K U S, right there at the end. And then, of course, follow the show. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Cannon Fire Podcast. You just search it. You'll find it. Doesn't matter the handle. Hell yeah. Anna, don't be afraid to ask questions, too. Because All I right. Know, I won't hold back. I know everybody listening out there that's a fan of Rhett's and his podcast, they really want to get your insight. Absolutely. I have plenty of questions that I've been waiting to ask Rhett all week about the Bucks. Oh, thank God. Very excited. And we might flip it on you and ask you questions also. Beautiful. Okay, good. All right, perfect. All right, let's uh, let's talk about the game uh, a little bit more detail. Um, the Cleveland Browns came to town Friday night, and I thought it was a little bit boring at the beginning. It, it was uh, it was shaping up to be like the Miami game, not a shootout at all. Very boring, very low scoring, uh, very slow paced, which is what preseason football is kind of known for. You have your starters out on the field. You want them to be productive, but when they can't do that, it ultimately ends up being kind of a boring game. Now, are you as worried as a lot of people are about Alex Kappa? Because everybody's freaking out over Alex Kappa and how bad of a game he had at right guard. I am worried about Alex Kappa, but we also need to take a fair look at the tackles that he's playing with as well. DeMar Dotson got folded in half just yeah. as many times as Kappa did. He gave up a sack. Olivier Vernon, both times that he sacked Jameis Winston, he beat the crap out of Alex Kappa yeah. and DeMar Dotson. Donovan Smith, on the other hand, you look at who he was blocking, the best defensive lineman on the Browns, Miles Garrett, he wasn't really a factor in the game, right? which is good to see. Donovan Smith did give up one sack, but... The fact that he was doing his job a little better than he was last week when there was much more to talk about, uh, you kind of look at that right side of the line. Even further on the depth chart, the right tackle position, you got Caleb Beninock. He is a revolving door, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it. I can't believe he's on the team. He probably won't be. I um, and you know, we do uh, Monday night meltdowns, and we did it last segment before you got here, and I kind of almost wanted to save mine for this whole overreaction that the fan base is having right now over one football game, over one preseason football game. Yeah. Uh, and everybody's freaking out about the offensive line. And I'm not talking about just fans in general. I'm talking about guys that I know in sports media that I happen to pop in on today and, and heard freaking out. Like, I'm like... There's people already saying, oh, we need to trade Cam Brait to bring in Trent Williams and get some help on the line. We need a primetime player uh, that we don't have the money to pay him with. Well, here's the thing. It's preseason. Uh, you know, I don't want to be all Allen Iverson, but you're talking about practice? Because that's what preseason is. It's practice. Uh, you're, you're going through a very small, small portion of your actual game plan. And you really, they're just trying to set up situations. They're trying to see how players will react under certain situations. That's why they do the two-minute drills when it's not two minutes. That's why they do uh, passing plays when they would normally do running plays. And they're really just kind of looking at the roster. They're trying to weed out who's going to be uh, better at what and who's going to make the team and everything else. But everybody's freaking out over Alex Cab and over the offensive line. When I'm like, pump the brakes, this is when you want them to suck. You want Alex Kappa to make all of his mistakes in August. That way they could go in. Uh, I guarantee you Saturday they were in there looking at film with Alex Kappa, with the O-line. They're going, see what you did here? This guy just ran a stunt on you and ate your lunch. Now you know how to defend against that. Now you know uh, what to look for so that when the 49ers come in here, uh, you you don't have their D-line doing the same thing that the Cleveland Browns did. You want them to mess up. Yeah, that's exactly what you want. But, I mean, look at the team they were going up against as well. You can compare this to the first two preseason games. The Pittsburgh Steelers don't have that great of a defense anymore, and the Miami Dolphins are not a good football team. So, looking at the Browns, I even said this on the last episode of CFP, uh, they're going to be the first real challenge for this offense all preseason. And good. Because they're not the 0-16 Browns. These are the new and improved 7-9 and Browns that ESPN won't shut up about. Right. So... They have talent everywhere, and uh, they clearly showed us Friday night that they know how to use it. Look, I hate hype trains. I really do. It happened to us two years ago. We made, uh, you know, we were on hard knocks. We came off a nine and seven season. All of a sudden, Dirt Cutter is the Godfather, and everybody's in love with them. And the media, like, we're the darlings of the of the NFL Network. Everything else, and then we went out there and crapped a bed. And I and I kind of saw it coming in a way, but with this Cleveland team. I think the hype train's real because their roster is just stupid. It really is stupid. Their roster is stacked, but I'll tell you, I think what's going to hold them back is Freddie Kitchens. And I think we talked about this last week. Because he's fat, dude, and you can't (laughs) trust a fat coach, man. That guy is so fat. You cannot put a team on his back. He just won't be able to. Well, you could. He's he's a hefty dude. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, See, with the Bucs, that's the one, like, bright, like, beacon that I have of hope is our coaching staff. Like, I, I, we have a proven coaching staff. And until they prove that they can't win, then I'm going to assume that they're going to turn this team around. That's what Bruce Arians has done his entire career. He's, he's fixed quarterbacks. He's fixed entire teams. He's taken over teams while their head coach is uh, fighting cancer and didn't miss a beat. If not, they were better when it happened. So, yeah, I have full confidence that they're going to do what they need to do to take a mediocre offensive line and make them play above their own means. 
and they're going to shock people. That's what I'm holding on to. Absolutely. And one of the biggest things you brought up is that culture change that B.A. is bringing to Tampa because we've talked about it for years on end. The yep. Bucks need a culture change. Mm-hmm. This is their best opportunity to do that, and this is a guy who can show them how to do it correctly because right now maybe they did play a crappy game on offense Friday night, but I want to see how they rebound against that and ultimately kick whoever's ass they're up against when they play Dallas. Now, what do you think Cleveland fans are saying about – their offense from Friday night, because we're not seeing those headlines, right? Uh, I think, uh, you know, I'm not reading the stats here. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield went like 10 for 26 and, uh, and an interception. Like 72 yards and an interception. An interception. Yeah. Uh, if Jameis would have had those stats on Friday, uh, everybody's like, oh, he needs to cut him right now. Cut him. Uh, we'll just, we'll, we'll start Vinny Testaverde Jr. Everything will be fine. Uh we got to do something, but nobody's doing that over Baker Mayfield. No. Cleveland, right now, their hopes are an all-time high. So, But it makes you wonder, like, why so doom and gloom all the time? It's like, give this coaching staff a chance. Let's see what happens on September 8th. If the O-line sucks that day, then I'll be worried. Yeah. But right now, I'm okay. This is a fan base that is just tired of losing, Johnny, and they're yeah. impatient. And, uh, I mean, they have every right to be. This has been a crappy football team for the better half of a decade. But you got to look at what's trying to be done here. And the pieces are in place. This is probably, I don't want to say one of the best-looking Bucks teams on paper we've had in a long time because we've said that every year. Right. It's a good Bucks yeah, team that's, that's on paper. That's my biggest pet peeve is On is paper. That, yeah. yeah. Well, here's that. the thing. Every fan base can say that, and they do, because you got 32 teams with uh, 53 players on each roster when they finalize them. So every team has a stacked roster, pretty much, except for the Dolphins. Uh, when you look at them, everybody's going to be optimistic. Every team is going to the Super Bowl if you ask their fan base in July and August. Uh, it's not until reality sets in by, I don't know, Halloween, where everybody's like, yep, we suck again. I can haul away for hockey. You know, that's yeah. that's uh, that's how the Bucks work. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think there's a single fan in Indianapolis that's thinking the Colts are going to a Super Bowl this year. Well, no, oh, no. Our, our, there's no, not a single bookmaker in Vegas that exactly. thinks that either. They went yeah. from 10 to 1 to 30 to 1 in yeah. one retirement. So I, I would like to get Rhett's opinion on something that Please. involves sports and okay. especially the game of football. Okay. If that's okay for just a mo- moment here. You are our female expert. You um, are correspondent. Fantastic. Okay, so you're, you're familiar with what uh, the, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Okay, you know who Baker Mayfield is, right? I do know okay, who Baker I think Mayfield the people want to know if you had to rate his hotness from a one to ten scale, how hot is Baker Mayfield? My stummy with this one. You know, looking at Baker Mayfield, the form that he brings to the football field every Sunday, and the swagger that he runs out of the tunnel with, I'd have to put him in a solid eight point four. What about Ooh. his face and his that, body? That what about yeah, well, that I mean, mustache? I think that all kind of goes. The, the mustache helps him out. Okay. What? The mustache is brown. Yeah, it's, man. It's sexy, dude. Yeah, dude. He's got mad swag. I gotta be honest. If I'm gonna be date raped by any NFL quarterback, I want one with a mustache like that. For sure, Ryan. Oh, yeah. I gotta let you know, man. When you yeah. were rocking the porn stash. Oh no, I failed one hundred. No, it added a good one point three, one point four points. Don't do this. Don't don't do this to him. Don't do it. I am highly disagreeing with you right now, my friend. Yeah, don't don't. Not everyone can pull it off. Baker Mayfield can because he's hot. You could go to the castle next weekend as Baker Mayfield. No, he can't. Get no, he cannot. My throat right. is lit. That's, if, we don't do that on If he show. rocks that mustache, he'll pepper spray himself just I out of reflex. <laughs> we, can't, we can't have that kind yeah. of stuff at all. Uh, we should do. We should do a show where we rank the hottest quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Then I can finally say something about it. I'm just saying. We could do it. I mean, I because, I, I mean, you, you like Jimmy G. 
Jimmy G is super hot. Yeah. yeah. I would say he's probably the hottest quarterback in the league right now. Where would you put Jameis as far as hot? Jameis is pretty hot. He's a pretty good looking Honestly, dude, Honestly, right? I only know, like, well, Aaron Rodgers is pretty hot, too. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Ask his boyfriend, allegedly. 727-579-1025, 800-771-1025. You don't know those rumors? Who Who is he dating? Aaron Rodgers. A bo- is he dating a boy? Well, I'm not saying he's dating a boy. I mean, what did you say? He uh, he had an assistant for a while. That was a, a boy dude. assistant. Yeah, and went to all the you know functions with him and stuff. And then uh, maybe that guy got a little drunk on Twitter one night and uh, tweeted out something like, uh, "Everybody will know the truth one day" or something like that. Yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, the assistant tweeted that out. Yeah. I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's still hot. Wow. I don't care if he's gay or not. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw this out there for you. I don't know if it affects his hotness at all, but uh, just recently this offseason, he was sitting courtside at an NBA basketball game, and he was up on the big chug of beer tron, and he failed to do one thing that any other NFL player can do, and that's chug a full beer right. on the jumbo tron. I, I did see that. Larry Rogers had to throw up the one, that, you know, give me one second. I will say I this, though. He did take a bottle of beer, and he, and he put it all the way down his throat uh, without even, it even being open. Listen, man, he is winning games, and he is hot. No, I do not care. <laughs> not last year. I do not. Whatever. He's won a game. He's playing in the league. Are you? No, I didn't think so. He's making lots of money. He's doing great things. I don't care if he can chug a beer. 727-579-1025-800-771-1025. So if, if Alex Kappa ends up being bad, what happens there? Do we do we do we go with uh I guess uh, Watford is uh, is that our guy? If, if Alex Kappa it, yeah, I mean that's really what you're going to have to do in that position. What other choice? I think the Bucks after they do the initial cutdown, their BA is going to be busy in the waiver wire. That's where you're probably going to get some extra linemen. Um, they already signed that extra QB they wanted, which was Testaverde. Well, no, that's he's just to play. Testaverde. Testaverde is his a, name is Greenball. Calm down. Testaverde is the son of NFL legend Vinny Testaverde, who was drafted number one overall by the Bucks in 1987. Testaverde. Testaverde. Yes. Greenball Jr. Yes. Greenball. Is that what it means? Yes. Testy is testy, and Verde is green in Spanish. Oh, so really his name is He's Italian, though. Whatever. Close uh, enough. Old Greenballs. I never put two and two together. Uh, very, old very Vinny sad. Greenballs. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, they, they just hired him for a week. Like, he's just going to play the entire preseason game on Friday against the Cowboys uh, because we lost our second-string quarterback. Yeah. Uh, he decided to tuck and run for the first time in his Bucks career, and he dislocated his shoulder because of it. Um, but another guy who's coming back uh, mixes up that quarterback situation for however low on the depth chart they end up. Nick Fitzgerald is back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he's one of those guys, kind of a slash player uh, that could uh, play special teams. Yeah, they had brought up uh, just kind of the functionality of him. Use him as like a Taysom Hill kind of guy. Right. Um, so you got to see how they use him. you got to see if they even carry him on the depth chart. Because if they don't, then obviously that means they just don't have a use for him at whatever position. Yeah, I don't know. Now, cut down is coming Saturday is when they're going to start cutting players. Yep. So Friday, everybody, all the nobodies will play. I'm excited to see Justin Evans playing football again. He came back. He was our second-round draft pick a couple years ago, safety. And it looked really, really uh Really bad for a while because he's been in a boot since uh, I don't know December, and even Bruce Arian said I can't I can't grade this guy because he's not on the field. Now he's on the field. He is practicing full speed, 
and it's looking like all of a sudden our depleted safety position is about to get bolstered up big time. You know, you got yeah. – uh, Edwards looks like he's going to be okay. Uh, Evans comes back if he's full speed. If he could play Friday and look good, yeah, I think I think we're looking all right now. And Jordan Whitehead, who had that one interception against the Browns on Friday night, Jordan Whitehead has looked awesome this preseason. He is all over the place. Yeah, big physical safety. Uh, and that's another thing that I've taken away from this secondary is that they can tackle a little bit better, which is something we haven't seen these past few years. And, you know, anyone listening who's casual to football can say, well, any football player should be able to tackle. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Buccaneers secondary has not been able to tackle <laughs> these past two or three years. Well, the Dirk Cutter always had soft practices where they hardly hit. They never did tackling drills yeah. where Bruce Arians, uh, his coaching staff, uh, emphasizes uh, tackling and technique. Uh, you got some. You got some good tacklers on on the Bucks team. Uh, uh, Devontae Bond, uh, the guy never. Is that my say? Linebacker, this? yeah, yeah. Devontae Bond. Nobody ever gets past him. If you ever notice, if he's within a reach of a of a player, uh, he doesn't need to gang tackle. He gets him down by himself. Yeah. And now he's playing that real pure outside linebacker pass rusher now. He's killing at it, so yeah. I'm getting and, excited. Uh, uh, one more thing that I had noticed as well, it was MJ Stewart. Uh, he basically got stiff-armed. I think it was the first or second drive of the game when the Bucks were on defense. He caught a stiff arm and, like, moved around it and still made the tackle through the stiff arm. Yeah. That's not a big deal, but that's something that the Buccaneers secondary has not been able to do, and I cannot stress enough how important it is that they're actually tackling people now. And, because and, they're, and they're up against a they're, – they're, they're playing press where before they were 8 to 10 yards away from the receiver. Even 15 like to they 20. They were scared of them like they thought they had uh, hepatitis or something. But now I saw Carlton Davis jump that slant pass the other night. I got super stoked over that. Should have been a pick. I was probably Should've more excited than most people just from one play. But to me, that was like – an example of culture change in our defense, like to get your your nose in there on a slant and just break it up and almost pick it. Absolutely. I got super excited over that. And that's why this defense is really making me feel good, because you think about how they've looked this preseason. They're doing that without a lot of starters right now. You've got Vita Vea, who's still kind of a question mark. He might be back week two or three, maybe back week one. Who knows? You've got Levante David, who just recently had that surgery on his knee. He's recovering still. Uh, you're doing this without a lot of guys who are going to be there during the regular season. So if they can look good with the depth that they have, that's exactly what everyone wants to see. I'm looking at the odds right now um, for different Vegas uh, odds makers, and it looks like right now uh, the Bucks are – almost dead even with the San Francisco 49ers for opening day. So uh, it's a one-point spread right now. I think the 49ers are favored by one, which is obviously a picket. Like, there's not no such thing as a one-point spread. Yeah. Unless you're looking to, to break even on a bet or something like that. Uh, I mean... That's not bad news. It's not great news, but it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see how this plays out the first month. I think I think after a month we're gonna know so much about this team. Uh, it's either gonna be really really positive or it's gonna be really negative. I don't think it's gonna be an in between. I don't think we're gonna be two and two and like eh, we'll see where we're at. And I think the biggest tell of how we can determine how this Bucks team is gonna play this year is going back to. The offensive line. Mm -hmm. If they aren't giving Jameis time to throw the ball, he's not going to perform well this year, and it's going to leave the Glazers and the Bucks Foundation in a situation where they're going to have to be move. Uh, they're going to be forced to move on 
from Jameis, a quarterback. Right. And then you're going to bring in a rookie. And sure, maybe the defense plays well, and that's what you build around. Um, but that offensive line is is really just pretty integral. You don't you don't win without having uh, the trenches taken care of first. Oh, like no. every if you look at any uh, championship team, uh, both sides of the ball. They're 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 beefed up on the defensive they're and offensive 10. line. They're top so, ten. Yeah, just look at even if your offensive linemen aren't the best, your offensive like your scheme needs to be the best. That's why San Francisco. I'm sorry. Uh, why new? I'm looking at their page. That's why New England is so good. They have the best O line coach, and they take crappy guys that are beer delivery dudes, throw them in and on the O line, and they look like pro bowlers. They go off and get a contract with the Raiders after playing one year <laughs> for eighty million dollars. I mean, that's that's just what they do. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I, like I said, nobody freak out. It's preseason. Nobody freak out, right? Nobody. Ah! I'm not freaking out. I'm freaking out a little bit. No, nobody freak out. Uh, but preseason's over. Friday's nothing. Friday is going to be how's Justin Evans look, and how funny is Tester Verde going to look? Yeah. Oh, green balls. Green balls. And uh, thank green you, Balls Junior. Uh, oh, little green balls, little tiny green balls. That's adorable. Um, all right, let's take a break. Uh, uh, Rhett, you going to stick around with us? Absolutely. All righty. Uh, we will take a break. Uh, thank you, everybody, uh, for uh, tuning into our Bucks break here. Don't be afraid to call in uh, anytime during the season if you want to join us for this. Um, we will take a break right now. When we come back, the VMAs are happening tonight. Ugh. I don't know if you know. Calm down. All right, we're going to give you an update on all the VMAs. And uh, if you want to call in and join us, uh, we're going to crap on all of them. Like, really, really crap on them. Hard. Stinky. It's the Johnny B Show on 102.5 The Bone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.